You're listening to Real, Raw, and Rising. My name is Larissa Lyons, and I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and mindset coach. I'm passionate about health and fitness and obsessed with mindfulness and spirituality. If you're craving thoughtful conversations, honest reflections, and deep connections, welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Welcome. I have a really awesome episode for you today, so I'm so glad that you decided to join. And yeah, let's get started. So let's think about why do you work out? Why do you work out? A trending audio I saw on Instagram said that if you have to take extreme measures to be at your current body size, you're probably not supposed to be that size, and that is okay. I'm going to say that again. If you have to take extreme measures to be at your current body size, you're probably not supposed to be that size, and that is okay. There are so many ways I could jump off this. But I'm going to start with our obsession with looks. So many women are trying to get smaller. They want to lose that little bit of belly pooch. They want to look slimmer. Blah, blah, blah. So many, so many things that that women want to change about, about themselves to look like like the the models they see on Instagram or whatever that are like perfectly posed, you know? Um, and so their solution is often to eat less and work harder. They have one egg for breakfast or maybe no breakfast at all. They have a salad for lunch and pasta for dinner. And Focus on the con, not on the content of the meals here, but on the quantity. Um, so what I just described is not is not enough to sustain a good workout routine. So these women are exhausted and they're underfueled, and they go to CrossFit first thing in the morning without eating a thing. And this woman may or may not see the number on the scale go down. She may or may not see results in the mirror. In either instance, though, there's always more to go because there is no end point. Even when she sees a slimmer waist, next she wants an even slimmer waist. And even when her butt looks bigger, her butt could still look better yet. So this is an endless cycle. She looks in the mirror and she still doesn't love herself. So if this is you, let me ask you, what is it going to take for you to love yourself? Because if you think you're a different person when you have six pack abs, I think you're wrong. And when you are look when you are working out solely for looks, you are more likely to sacrifice your health. Let me repeat that. 
when you are working out solely for looks, you are more likely to sacrifice your health. You are more likely to eat less than you should, to push yourself more than you should. You are more likely to push yourself to a state of low energy availability. Because when you think of your food as energy in, and that's lower because you aren't eating much, and you think of working out as energy out because you're using energy up, all in all, you're running on an energy deficit. And doing this long term can result in metabolic adaptations that prevent weight loss and promote survival. So your body sees that it's expending energy without ingesting much energy in the form of food. So your body wants to retain the fat that you have so that it has something to feed off of and to, to run off of, to function off of. So when you're running on this cycle, your performance will decrease and you will not have the energy to get in the most efficient workouts possible and you will not have enough fuel for your muscles to grow. And I feel like that is such a big thing that women don't realize is that you need, you need energy to do your workouts. You need food to perform your workouts, just energy-wise, to, to get through the workout. But you also need extra energy, extra fuel, extra food, to build your muscles. So please keep that in mind. So now that you know that you need to fuel, how do you actually make these changes? How do you make changes to, to your current dietary habits? So some of my suggestions as a nutrition coach is to eat well-balanced meals and snacks. So try having Try to have a carb, protein, and fat at every meal. So for instance, instead of just doing like a piece of toast for breakfast or just doing one hard-boiled egg, instead make an omelet with veggies, cheese, a piece of toast uh, um, with butter. Like make it, oomph it up. Don't... um. Don't restrict yourself to, you know, just one hard-boiled egg and that's it for breakfast. Also keep in mind um, that if you are drinking coffee before you eat breakfast, this can suppress your appetite. So try to eat before you drink your coffee. Also, have snacks with different components like yogurt, fruit, and nuts, um, yogurt, honey, and granola, adding milk to your coffee, fruit and cheese, cheese and crackers. There's lots of different options here. Okay, so what if you know that this is negatively impacting your health, but it's still hard for you to eat more? you feel guilty for eating more, or you feel like you need to restrict yourself even when your brain knows that it's not right and it's not healthy. So this is when it's best to reach out to a registered dietitian nutritionist, an RDN, 
that can teach you methods of how to work through these mental struggles and to help you get back on track to true whole body health. And I really encourage you to take a leap and do this if this is something you've struggled with and you're not alone in this struggle. Guys, I've talked to so many women who are afraid to eat, who have restricted themselves, and who find it hard to maintain this balance of, of exercise and, and being adequately fueled. And, you know, it's, it's not just as easy as, as listening to me, um, tell you these things for some, for some people. It's sometimes it can still be hard to do what your brain knows is good for you. And it's, it's not uncommon. You are not alone. Um, and it is so worth reaching out to an RDN um, because there is a way through this. Because it's it's not just it's not just as easy as as putting food into your mouth. There's such a mental component with food, and we all have a particular relationship with food and eating. So there there is a way through that, and if you need help finding a dietitian, reach out to me and I'll support you with that. And again, like there's no shame in reaching out to an RDN and trying to figure out like, you know, how you can improve your food relationship. And then to jump off of that, um, or off of all of this, really, if you struggle with loving your body, there are a few things that you can do to begin to transform this relationship that you have with your body. So one is to start a gratitude practice to your body. So maybe you write this down in your journal. Maybe you say it to yourself in the mirror. Maybe you hold yourself while you give your body gratitude. Find a way that resonates with you that works for you. So Let's go through an example. Um, So a common insecurity women have is their stomachs. So no matter your size, no matter how hard you work, how determined you are, many of us do not have a flat stomach. And this practice will help us to know that that is perfectly okay. So as an example, let's go ahead um, and close your eyes and gently place your hands on your belly while you listen to my words. So we're gonna give gratitude to our belly and talk to our belly. Hi belly. I want to thank you for supporting me. Thank you for digesting my food to give me energy. Thank you for gently expanding so that I can have the yummiest meals. Thank you for expanding and contracting as I breathe. Thank you for keeping me stable in my core. Thank you. I love you. And I'm sorry for not supporting you. So this practice is about seeing more than just how you look. 
because your body does so many things for you and least important is how you look because without the functions of your body you wouldn't be here your body does so much for you and I think it's so helpful to recognize the amazing things a bajillion things that it does for us every single day that keep us walking up on this earth functioning thriving it's it's crazy and it's time that we recognize that Next, I think it's so important to recognize the negative thoughts that you may be repeating to yourself about your body. So these thoughts are not supporting you. It's one thing to say that I have gained more weight than is healthily acceptable and now I'm going to work to become the healthiest version of myself versus I hate everything about my body my cellulite, my stomach, whatever, etc. So one of these things, one of these thoughts is intentional and the other is a broken record. And that broken record can play on and on without you realizing it and without you noticing it. And it will affect your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions. It, it really, it really, really will. So start noticing the things you say to yourself when you first look in the mirror. And if negative things come up, just notice them. You don't need to scold yourself for these thoughts. You don't need to feel guilty for these thoughts. We're not trying to add, add on another thing for you to like feel guilty about. But it is time for you to take responsibility for these thoughts. So when you notice your thoughts, ask yourself, are they supporting you or are they bringing you down? And if they are not supporting you, how can you come up with more supportive thoughts? And I really like using affirmations for this. So if you have negative thoughts when you look in the mirror, um, such as like, I don't like how I look. I'm weak. I, I, um, let's see. I don't want to work on my fitness or like just thoughts that do not support your determination, motivation, or abilities at all. Um, and we all have them. Notice those, um, and I like putting a sticky note on the mirror that says a positive affirmation. So I am strong, I am capable. Or another I am statement that resonates with you. I am beautiful, I am sexy. Anything that resonates with you and kind of like clicks in your head to be like, oh wait, I'm not thinking that negative thought anymore. Here's my replacement thought. And your brain will literally start to start to rewire and rethink what it's been telling you for however long you've been thinking these thoughts. And meditation can also be super helpful in noticing your thoughts. So 
start easy with something like two minutes a day. Don't worry if your mind goes off in all directions because everyone's does. And just remember that there's no goal in meditation. You're just sitting and noticing and observing. This, again, this isn't something that you're, you need to feel guilty about. This is just noticing and observing. So eventually, you begin to notice what you're thinking through a meditation practice, then which can carry into your everyday life. And I recommend listening to guided meditation to start. And eventually you might like doing um, self-led meditations. But I really like the app. It's Insight Timer. It's all free. There's thousands of meditations on there. There's breath meditations, body scans, gratitude med meditations, um, sleep meditations. There's so, so many. It's an awesome app. So check that out and start meditating. Now next, I believe that it can really help to reconnect with your body. So try dancing alone, not caring about what you look like. Move how your body needs to move. Feel what your body needs to feel. Put on music that makes you feel. And I know you know what I mean. It just, you just feel it in your body. And it feels amazing and all you want to do is just move. So put on that music and just let yourself go. What does your body want to do? Do your arms need to shake themselves out? Do you need to roll around on the floor? Do you need to twerk and move your booty? Like, do it. There's no judgment in this practice. So don't, again, like, let go of the judgment of yourself and just do it. Ugh. Okay, so there it is. I've gone over lots of things today. Our obsession with looks, the way we might sacrifice our health, how to incorporate more helpful nutritional practices into your life, some tips for practicing self-love, self-care, for reconnecting with your body, and for noticing the thoughts that circle your brain all day. So if you have any questions on any of this at all, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Message me on Instagram at Larissa Lyons Training. And I would love to hear your thoughts too, so please shoot me a message and tell me your favorite part of this episode. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. If you freaking loved this episode, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And hey, Share the show with a friend you know would love it too so we can spread these real, raw conversations. If you want more raw conversations on mindfulness, spirituality, health, and all the good stuff, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Larissa Lyons Training. I'm sending you all the love and thank you so much for listening to Real, Raw, and Rising.